0: Welcome to the Rotor grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Thursday. It's August 27th. It's 2020, and we have seven baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Jordan Cooper. Blenderhead, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Good. I, 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 just to make sure, I, di- I did not boycott today. I'm not filling in for someone that boycotted. I'm not a scab or anything, but uh, hopefully we'll be previewing a slate that actually happens. Hey, listen, I,
0: um, we were just, we were just chatting about this too. Um, obviously a lot of people are chatting about it in general. Um, I hear like, I I, I feel like the NBA, the WNBA, MLB, um, I feel like everybody, and I might be forgetting people. Um, I think MLS like, like, I know there was a lot of like leagues that teams and players and all kinds of stuff like made a statement and like, good you have a voice make a statement i'm not i'm not going to be one that's ever going to argue that so um you can make your statements however and um hey like we live in a world where people have to be educated and if this is what it's going to take that's what it's going to take
1: and all i know is that me not playing dfs for a day is not much of a statement
0: Right. No, you're, you're, you're playing. You, you know, I made you like, Hey, listen, blender, you're on the schedule. Like we're, we're recording as normal. Like that, you got a message like two hours ago.
1: <laughs> all, 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 all I know is that I didn't intend on today uh, having so much Dakota Hudson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I told you, um, I, I don't know what my teams look like. I just, um, I just played people that were playing. I started the day with gray and Lamette. Um, so like it was, six thirty six 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 thirty, when all the news started coming out, like that's dinner time at my house, so like it's just impossible for me, um, like my daughter's like super into cooking, so yeah, um, I just chalk this one up and um if i if I get anything back today, then I'm happy, um but you know we move on to the next one, and um we're gonna we're gonna stay baseball we're gonna we're gonna talk baseball, we're gonna do what we do, and um, like I said, my opinion is when the Kyle Larson thing happened in NASCAR four, five, six, seven months ago, I don't remember. Like, I know it's been recent. I like educated myself even more on just the whole thing. So I, I, I encourage everyone to educate themselves like before you, Oh, I'm never watching the NBA again or anything like that. Like educate yourself, like do that, like do yourself to due diligence of educating yourself. But, um, Blender, we're going to educate people on uh, vomit stacks and um, you know garbage arms today.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm more into the vomit stacks and the garbage arms because there's there's not many arms. There's a lot of garbage.
0: <laughs> there is. Hey, it's Stevie TPFL telling you there are 100 million reasons why you should listen up. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is celebrating the return of sports by giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all their customers, including one lucky winner who will take home a $1 million cash prize. To claim your share of up to $1 million in instant giveaways, all you have to do is download the app and sign up using promo code GRIND then enter DraftKings' free football survivor pool. It's right there in the lobby. Scroll down to the bottom. You'll see it. It's super easy. Yes, it really is that easy to claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running to win a $1 million cash prize. While the top prize is reserved for one lucky winner, everyone who signs up and enters DraftKings' free football survivor pool will receive an instant bonus prize of at least $5 in value upon entering. I made 10 bucks. Hey, I'll take it. Um, It's going to help with um, my potential losses from Wednesday night. While you're in the app, don't forget to check out all the great daily fantasy contests DraftKings is hosting for this week's basketball, baseball, golf, and NASCAR action. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code GRIND to claim your share of $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running. For the $1 million cash top prize. That's promo code grind to get your share of $100 million in prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions to reply. See draftkings.com for more details. Let's get started here. Oakland at Texas, Chris Bassett, Jordan Lyles. Um, yes, like I hated on Mike Fires so much on this podcast yesterday, and I have a couple lineups with him. Um, that's that's Just kind of how it like played out but um listen i don't think we have a ton of great arms on this slate but i don't see myself playing chris bassett here
1: well i mean if you need a mid-range arm i guess i could see it because they're playing the rangers but i mean if it it was any other team i mean it's basically you're playing the pitcher against the rangers but he's 8600 uh we have two uh top tier pitchers to pay up for in my opinion and there are cheap bats to get both of them if you want to do it. Uh, but if you want to go down a little bit further, I mean, I just don't want to pay 8600 for Bassett. But once we start looking at some of the pitching prices on some of the other guys that we have to choose from, Bassett doesn't look all that bad.
0: I guess that's true. Like, I, I pick on the Rangers a lot. I think they're 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 really struggling this year. And Mike Fires, you know, like, he just went out and pitched <laughs> – So he threw six, I seven like strikeouts, um, zero earned runs. Like if Mike fires can do it, I guess Bassett, like he's a a higher strikeout guy. Like the Rangers have been really struggling here. So I just, man, you don't, you know, you don't really like, I don't get excited about clicking $8,600 Chris Bassett, but I think, I guess you make somewhat of an argument. Like if you're going to be in that range, he's not the worst play. Uh, Jordan Lyles on the other side of this game, Man, um some big struggles for Lyles this season. Like he was a guy we used a little bit last year, but like if we switch over to just 2020, 6.8 XFIP, 13% k rate, 11% walk rate. He's not getting anybody out and he's not missing bats. Um I'm going to pass on Lyles. What what say you, Blender?
1: Uh the A's have a 5.9 implied run total <laughs> in a closed roof Globe Life Field. With and even if it was open, the wind is blowing in, so it's almost a six run total with Lyles on the mound at 7,700. You told me it was 5K, maybe I'd take a shot, but uh, 7,700. Uh, I'm more interested in A's bats.
0: Let's talk Oakland. Um, Matt Chapman, he got scratched. Um, you know, that's one that we'll have to kind of watch and see. Um, they never said why, like I, I was, um, I was looking like he got hit by a pitch on Tuesday and I'm guessing it, it's probably related to that. Maybe he was sore when he was taking BP or something like that. Um, But like up and down, like Grossman's crushing the ball this season. Um, You know, I know you like, you're more of like a three or five man stack type of guy. Like I think you could do either on this one.
1: Well, I think the problem with the five man stack is that the A's are very expensive. So if you're playing an expensive five man, Like, what are the pitchers you're playing? I mean, you're going to have to play Bassett. You're going to have to go down, and you're going to take a look at the pitchers you have to play, and not going to like what you see. So, like, if you want to take a shot on the A's, you have to kind of hold your nose at pitcher. But, I mean, the guys that make sense in the stacks are, like, Grossman at 4,100, Piscotty at 3,500. If they have the the Heim catching, he would be cheap. But I mean, Tony Kemp. I mean, you'd rather play someone else, but he's thirty three hundred. But all the other guys are, you know, five k plus. Canha's forty eight hundred. Loriano's up there, forty six hundred. Olson. Uh, it it seems like more of a place to get uh, one offs and three mans. But Lyles is a is a pitcher I want to stack against. So, uh, d- depending on what I want to do, a pitcher, maybe I do have some five mans here.
0: Yeah, like. I'm going to make an argument for a $5,100 six to, uh Sanchez. So, like, he might be someone we talk about to, you know, potentially play Oakland. So, um, I'll make that argument here in a couple games when we um, when we talk about that one. But, yeah, like, uh, the Texas bats, like, Joey Gallo's – like, we, we all play Joey Gallo. If you didn't play Joey Gallo, you just didn't play him because he was going to be really popular. But we all like Joey Gallo against Mike Fires. It didn't work out. He's just not showing the pop. Um, but like he's still like he's he's still the guy that I would target in one-off situations. Like he he's the he's the power bat here.
1: Right, but I mean you could take a shot on Dietrich because he's second base eligible. Yep. He's batting higher in the lineup. Danny Santana, I guess, is okay at first base or Todd Frazier. Just it's so it's so hard to stack the the Rangers because they strike out so much and it limits that upside of a five man. But but finding one offs or three man's from the the Rangers, if you're not going to play Bassett, I don't think is horrible. It's probably not a place that I'm going to go much, but I could I can understand.
0: All right. Uh, moving on, we got the Phillies and the Nationals. Spencer Howard against Max Scherzer. Um, any interest here in Spencer
1: Howard? I mean, he's, he's a cheap pitcher. He's, he's not bad. Uh, do I want to take a pitcher against the Nationals with a five-run total? Uh, in Washington, with the, what it looks like, the wind may be blowing out. Probably not, but he's a, he's Howard to hold your nose and hopefully you get uh, 14 points from.
0: Yeah, we haven't seen him too much, um, you know, from what we've seen so far. Like, we're living we're living in a baseball world of small sample sizes this season, and, like, we just have to get, like, baseball seasons almost halfway over, if not already there. Like, we we are living in that world of small sample sizes, and so far he's been, like, very uh, splitzy. He's been really decent against righties he struggled against a lot against lefties. This is a guy like in double a last season that posted like a 30% K rate, um, never pitched about double a, like he's the top prospect in the Phillies organization. So like at 5,300 on a slate where we're struggling to find arms, he's in play. Um, you know, struggling to find cheap arms, I should say. Um, he's in play just as like, if I, if I'm wanting to just, you know, kind of go down here. Um, but, he is super risky. Like he, he he needed another year in the minors. Obviously we're not getting that this year, but um, yeah, definitely look at the weather, look at the lineup for Washington. If they go very left-handed heavy, I like him a lot less. Um, Scherzer on the other side, he's one of the two studs we're going to pay up for on the slate. We got, we got Scherzer and we got Clayton Kershaw. Um, What, what bad argument do we make against Scherzer? Like there's not really one, is there?
1: Now, against the Phillies, that's one of the lowest implied run totals. He strikes out a ton of guys. The Phillies strike out. They have power. If you want to take a power bat against Scherzer, I mean, I'd never stack against him. But if you wanted to take a Harper, it's just that even the guys on on the Phillies are not even priced down enough for a Scherzer matchup. I guess Hoskinson is at 3,600 or McCutcheon at 3,200. But like Harper's 5'5. I mean, I would say, oh, if Harper's 4,900, maybe you take a shot. But, like, I, I'm i highly suspecting that uh, I'll have Scherzer in more than 50% of my lineups tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I like Kershaw a little bit more than I like Scherzer, but I like them both a lot. Like, they're both the clear to, top options on this slate. Um, I think you can make an argument for Ryu as well, and we'll talk about him when we get there. But, like, Scherzer – 32% K rate on the season and, you know, a 33.9% K rate dating back to last season. So, like, he is, he is a stud. Yeah, there's power in this lineup, but he's a stud. Um, you said it. Like, if you want to play, like, a Hoskins or a Harper or, like, a DD as one-offs, I'm not going to talk you off of it on a seven-game slate. They'll all be really low on.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm looking more into the national stack because uh, Adam Eaton and uh, Luis Garcia are really cheap. Eaton's 3,200 and Garcia's 2,500. So that means that you could play like one of Turner or Soto and have the stack be manageable enough. Uh, Because, you know, Spencer Howard could go out and have a good game or it could get killed. So, like, I don't think Soto is going to be that owned on this slate with people paying up at pitching at 5,900 in the outfield. Maybe Turner will get some ownership. But, I mean, mixing in a a Kendrick or Cabrera – playing suzuki or gomez whoever starts a catcher uh Thames is under uh 4k i think you can you could make a national stack work it, it just it the the pricing like i wouldn't want to make a stack that's like eaten kendrick cabrera garcia suzuki and leave turner and soto off because of the national score 10 runs most likely turner and soto are a part of it
0: yeah for sure um, Like, I, I like the lefties more, like I said, Howard, very splits, very splitsy um, in the few starts that we've seen from him. So, like, Eaton, Soto, Garcia, Thames, um, Cabrera's power is he just hits ground balls a ton. Like, he's never a guy that I typically will play. Um, So, I, I definitely could see a three-man. I don't know if I had five-man stack Washington here, but I could definitely see a three-man stack for um this, like, especially looking at, like, the position eligibility, too. Um, you know that, that's kind of juicy too. Um, moving on, Red Sox Blue Jays, Chris Mazza against um, Hiji Ryu, and um, this is one of the games you're gonna have to watch. Some weather, um, there are some weather concerns with this one. Do you have any interest here in uh, Chris Mazza?
1: It's it's a but the Boston bullpen, and but no, Ivaldi it, it, uh, may be the only Boston pitcher I'll ever roster this entire year.
0: He's hurt too. Um like he's banged up. He was supposed to he was supposed to pitch this week and um not looking good for him. Like I'm going to make the same argument I made yesterday. Don't play this guy. Stack Toronto. They're going to be a top stack for me again. Like we saw this guy a little bit with the Mets last year, very small sample size and like he wasn't great. Um his like triple a numbers with the Mets never really popped and like with the Marlins so He's not a huge, like, top prospect or anything like that. Um, He's a 30-year-old minor league journeyman, um, and the Red Sox are to that point. Um, So Blue Jays are a top stack for me. This bullpen stinks. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. Ryu, like, man, the Red Sox are so ice. Like, they're so hot or cold. Like, you never know what you're going to get from the Red Sox offense. So, like, he is an interesting tournament play when everybody else is paying up for the top two with uh, Scherzer and Kershaw.
1: Right. I mean, like in a vacuum, like at Ryu at 9,700 on DraftKings, like I'll find the money to get to Kershaw. I'll find the money to get to Scherzer or I'll just go down. So I think that'll suppress his ownership. But I mean, they are playing this game in Buffalo, which is uh, more of a hitter's park. Uh, it may be humid. The, the wind may be blowing out. Hey, it may be rained out completely. You have to check the weather. I just don't think that the the Red Sox bats are cheap enough necessarily, but I also don't think necessarily like if I play Ryu over Scherzer or Kershaw, I'm doing it because I don't think Scherzer or Kershaw have a good game. doesn't mean they get blown up just that they only put up 18 points and then Ryu puts up 18 points and you get it for a little bit less. So that would be the only reason for me. Uh, since I'm more willing to pay it for Scherzer and Kershaw, I don't see myself having much Ryu, but I also don't see myself having much of the Red Sox either.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to pass in the Red Sox overall here. Um, It might just be like, you know, recent recency bias. Like I don't, I don't know. Um, I played them a lot on Wednesday on FanDuel and it just didn't work out, but guess I got to just forget about that. Like reuse a guy that like gives up a lot of hard contact to righty. So like, if you want to play like a one-off of JD Martinez, um, if you want to pay up at catcher, which should be super, well, I guess he, you don't even like really like he's under 4k now is Vasquez and like Pilar bat leadoff. So like I could see one-offs or like even potentially getting like a three man with uh Pilar Vasquez, JD, um, maybe Xander, Xander. like Bogart's
1: 4,400.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Shortstop so. position. Yeah, I always love I always love the power in the in the in the scarce position. So if I'm going to take a one off, it quite likely could be Xander.
0: Yeah, and he'll be alone too. Um, you know, Trey Turner is going to be popular against Howard. Simeon's going to be pop- popular against Lyle. So uh, I could see Xander being like the fifth, sixth, seventh highest owned shortstop on a seven game slate, which is which is nice. Um, I love Toronto. Jordan, when I'm looking at Toronto here, like, uh, like I'm just going to stack against the Red Sox every day at this point. Like what, why not? Like, you know, they put up blue Jays, put up nine runs. You know, I had tell us everywhere, like on, on FanDuel and like, (laughs) you, you you have to go, you just have to play bats against the Red Sox because you could get six, seven runs in the sixth or seventh inning because the bullpen is just so bad.
1: Yeah. And uh, the blue Jays currently have a 5.8 implied run total. And the stack isn't that really expensive. I mean, Grichuk's 3,900. Travis Shaw will be in the lineup at 3,600. Teoscar Hernandez, 4,300. Vlad, 4,300. Guriel's 4,000. Jansen's 3,400. I mean, you could... I mean, BGO is going to be the expensive part at at, at uh, second base at 5,100. But, I mean, the stack is comparable to the national stack that you would make price-wise for a five-man. And it's a, nearly a full-run more i mean the only reason that i wouldn't play much of the blue jays is because i know they're gonna be chalky
0: yeah they'll be popular as they should be um but yeah like you know i I think there's some secondary stacks you could look at to make them a little less um chalky but who knows um we'll have to see what projected ownership with i always like find projected ownership super helpful on like a seven game slate too um because you know it's going to be a little bit more condensed Baltimore at Tampa, John Means, Ryan Yarbrough. Um, any interest here in Means?
1: No, he stinks. <laughs>
0: is it is that Blenderhead or uh, Chief Justice? Uh...
1: <laughs> no, because he does. I mean, take a look. I mean, yes, we need to find garbage arms. We have Spencer Howard. We got uh, Sixto, whatever his name is. We got John Means. I mean, yeah, sure, uh, targeting the Jays, uh, the Rays. But, I mean, the Rays have a five-run five implied total. I mean – just I I prefer the cheap bats in this game rather than either of the pitchers.
0: Yeah, the Rays went out and added some righties in the offseason, so they're not as bad against um, left-handed pitching as they have been the last few years. Um, Ryan Yarbrough on the other side of this game, like my, my biggest concern like going into his last start would have been like how deep is he going to go? But like we finally seen them extend him a little bit in his last start. Uh, do you have any interest in him in this spot?
1: Not at 7,900. I mean, it's the same problem with Chris Bassett. It's like, I'd love to play them, but it's you almost feel like, why am I paying, like, 1,500 too much for them? I mean, I, to me, I'm targeting, if anything, a very low-owned uh, Orioles righties.
0: Yeah, like, uh, Yarbrough, like, he struggled. I think it was the second inning or something like that. And, like, he gave up, like, all his runs in one inning, and, like, he bounced back a lot last start. But Baltimore's sneaky good against left-handed pitching um you know like Santander, Alberto, Nunez, Severino, um like Patty V like they have some really sneaky like um bats against left-handed pitching so I'm more likely to play like a three-man stack from Baltimore assuming that like you know Severino might be back he might still be out but like Alberto's 4,200 Nunez is 3,800 like I like potentially like, an, like a three-man stack here. Um, Pat is 2,400. Like, there's a lot of um, ways to stack like a three-man Orioles stack here.
1: Right. My, Mountcastle, 2,200. I mean, you, you, you could make a five-man. I don't necessarily know if I'm going to do that. But, I mean, like Nunez at first base, 3,800. That sounds like a home run off of Yarborough. I mean, it's a ballpark downgrade. Maybe Severino is a little too expensive. But I could see sprinkling in some Orioles power bats.
0: Um, Anything on the Tampa side?
1: Uh, they're a little too expensive. I mean, like Meadows low, over 5K for the Rays at home. I mean, uh, the cheap bats, Andy Diaz, 3,500. Uh, Willie Adamez, 3,900. Maybe Zanino. As you know, that's a home runner bus type of play. But it's, it's, it's kind of hard. It depends on what lineup they run out. Like if Margot's in the lineup, I mean, like, I really don't want to play the lefties against means – but, of course, Means is probably only going to pitch four innings so when going to get some of the Orioles' bullpen. It's just that it's hard to it's hard to stack the Rays' five-man without using Meadows and Lowe, who are their best players. And then it just becomes too expensive, and it's like, why am I doing this?
0: Yeah, like I hate that Jose uh, Martinez is like a first-base eligible player too. Like um, Renfro is probably my favorite. Like as a one-off 3,800, we know like historically he's been – more power against left-handed pitching, but, like, he's a pinch-hit risk, too. Um, we've seen that a couple times this season already, so, like, I worry about that. You know, I hate one-offs that you get, like, pinch-hit for. Um, Diaz, like you said, 3500 I think that price is super fair, but, like, I don't think I'll stack Tampa here. Um, if I do, it'd be, like, a two- or three-man on the back end of a stack. Uh, Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Uh, Chris Stratton against Johan, Johan Oviedo. Um, any interest here in Stratton?
1: Uh, is, is that on the slate? Oh, is it, um, this
0: is, double, this header. Part of a
1: double header and who moving knows?
0: on. Listen, I was about to talk about Johan Oviedo cause he was facing Pittsburgh. Oh, um, we should just
1: be glad games are happening. Who knows? We we're doing this the night before. Maybe half of these games don't even happen.
0: Maybe yeah, these pitchers don't
1: even pitch. Who knows what happens?
0: Seattle, San Diego is like a doubleheader too, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the that next, next game on, on the, the slate. slate,
1: I believe would be, uh, the Marlins the twins and the, the Twins Mets. and
0: the Tigers.
1: Oh, that that one also.
0: Yep, Dominic, Matt Boyd, Twins and Tigers. Um any interest here in um Dominic?
1: I'm not paying 9100 for a Randy <laughs> Dobneck, are you kidding me? <sighs> I don't care it's against the Tigers. I'll play the Tigers before I play Dobneck at that price.
0: Oh, I hate the price. Um I'm with you on that. You can make a strong argument for him on FanDuel. Um
1: one pitcher site? You're not gonna play Scherzer or Kershaw?
0: Well, hold on. I had thought they took him off the slate on FanDuel. He was on the slate. I think he's like like yeah, he's he's seventy two hundred. Um I you can make an argument for that, right? Like no argument, I Kershaw. some
1: argument, I guess.
0: The the Giants Dodgers game is not on FanDuel. So it's Scherzer or like Ryu on FanDuel. And Scherzer is okay, so, only 10 okay, 6 okay, now you're so. making a
1: little bit more of a case. Okay, I'm with you.
0: But, but like, Scherzer at 10-6, he's going to be, what, 50%, 60% owned? Like, and that might not, like, I don't know. I might be, I might be overestimating it, but he's going to be really, really chalky.
1: Yeah, so I get, I get it on Fanduel 9,100 with his underlying metrics, not as good as his superficial ones. Like, I'll find the 600 and get Ryu. I mean, this is just stupid. 9,100? I'd rather play Sixto Sanchez. And I don't even know who that guy is. <laughs>
0: what's the ceiling 23 24 25 like even against detroit like i don't know i i can't do it if he is if he's 7100 like i'm i i feel like we were we're making a different kind of case but like how do you not find the money to go up to even like ryu at like 600 dollars? like i can't do it like and then matt boyd on the other side like This guy flashes greatness at times, and then sometimes he is just terrible. Um, He's
1: 8,400. Do you have any interest in him? I will probably – like, as I've been doing every one of his starts, if he's going to be 10% owned, I'll have three times that. But I could tell you on this slate, you're doing one of two things in your lineups. You're either playing Matt, Matt Boyd or you're playing Nelson Cruz. Because, like, if, if anyone's going to hit it, – it, if Boyd's going to give you, – hey, you can make the case on a short slate. I'm not going to do it, but you can make the case that you could play Boyd and Cruz in the same lineup because Boyd goes out, strikes out 10, and then gives up a double dong to Nelson Cruz, and having both is going to be fine. So at 8,400 – I'd rather play Boyd than Bassett. I know it looks scary. The Twins have a 5.7 implied run total. Uh, but I played Boyd the last start where he, he was facing a higher run total. Also, he has strikeout stuff, but when he's not on, it's, it's, it's home run city. So uh, I could see the twins being popular. I think the twins are going to be more popular than Boyd. I think Boyd is going to, if Boyd was 30% owned, then we could start talking about why am I going to play him at 30% ownership? But the last slate uh, he was 9% owned. So I don't expect his ownership to go up. And even in the game that he gave up three home runs, he ended up striking out like nine guys and with the like 18 point score. So, I mean, I'm not making the case that like, Boyd is not a pitcher you don't, want, you don't want to watch. Don't watch this game on MLB TV. Don't, you know, just just don't even worry about it and just wait to the end and see how it came out. But uh, he's definitely, he, he fits the Robbie Ray mold of like play him when he's low owned and fade him when he's chalk.
0: Yeah, like I think I think a lot of people wait and see what the Twins lineup looks like too. Um, with Garver out, Buxton out, um, Donaldson out, like that's three of the right-handed bats. Um, Kepler is banged up, like he, um, you know, came out of Wednesday's game with a with a foot injury. Um, so like, obviously, I think you got to look at the lineup, but I don't think it's crazy. I really don't think it's crazy to play if you're playing Boyd, playing Cruz on the same team. I, I really don't like. Nelson Cruz is back to what he does. He crushed his left hand pitching um outside of Cruz though, looking at the minnesota bats like this is like one of the arguments that you can make for boyd here like who are you like super excited to play like Sano is would be the other guy forty nine hundred is a tough ass, especially if you're pairing him with cruz who's fifty seven hundred I guess like you could play those guys with like Jeffers or somebody who would be like two point four k but like that's probably where I'd be looking at on Minnesota.
1: Right. Cause Marwin is kind of a black hole. You can play Polanco, but he's priced up at 4,800. But I mean, I think like someone like Jeffers, like that's, that's going to be like a popular cheapo catcher cash game type of type of play. But uh, I'm more likely uh, to go against Obnack. with, uh, uh, people are starting to get on board the Tigers vomit stack, Stevie. They're coming on board and they ain't raising their prices yet. So I'm keep on chugging along.
0: I hope you, uh, I hope you heard the other day. I like, uh, I gave you a shout out. Cause I, I called the giants vomit stack against a lefty that was popular. And um, I gave you a shout you out. They... Belt.
1: How do you not play Brandon belt? What are you doing? <laughs> 3, um, you didn't play the guy that hit two home runs.
0: You I, didn't. Oh, you did? I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. Like that wasn't the day. It was the day that Slater got hurt and they scored like nine or ten runs. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Oh, I
1: played them on that day. Okay. I yeah, them. I
0: can't remember who they were facing. It wasn't like they weren't. The, yeah, I didn't. I. I yeah, I, I talked about yesterday. the Giants. I talked about the Giants the day that Belt hit two home runs. I didn't play Belt though, um, so that didn't work out. Um, the Tigers
1: are very similar. They had. They're not pricing these guys up. Look how cheap these guys are.
0: Yeah, like. If you're if you're wanting to make a Scherzer Kershaw team, like that, that's how you do it.
1: Right. I mean, I mean, Victor Reyes leading off. He's still only twenty nine hundred. McG- Mickey Cabrera's twenty eight hundred. You got Jacob or Kristen Stewart, or Mabin or Bonifacio. Whoever they throw in there, you got two outfielders that are going to be under three k. Austin Romine, a catcher. Parades even at twenty three hundred ain't horrible. Then you play, I mean, the problem with the Tiger stack is you, all get, you can only play Miggy or Candelario since they're both first base eligible. But I, I, I don't think the Tigers are as bad as people think. And until their prices come up, I will always devote some stacks because you could, you could get double stud with the Tigers almost any day. And I'd rather do that because like the Marlins are more expensive. The Giants are more expensive. The Rangers are even more expensive because you have to always throw in Gallo in there. And the the Rays are more like there's so many there are teams that are so much more expensive, and the Tigers have a 4.4 implied run total. Dabnak's not a good pitcher, so why not give it a shot?
0: I hear you. I don't know if I can do it, but I hear you. Like
1: no one wants to do it. You never (laughs) want to do a Tigers stack, but I I just I hold my I've been doing it for two years. I just hold my nose. Okay, let me take a look at the Marlins. Let me take a look at the Tigers. Which one do I want to stack? The Pirates. Which one do I want to stack today? Who's going to be in the vomit stack bag? It's like I have a little barf bag that I hold all my vomit stacks in. Instead of vomiting it out, I I like I dig my hand in and I go. Ah, <laughs> Today's the Pirates, and then they score one run, and I'm like, okay, there goes ten percent of my lineups.
0: I, I think I'd be more opted to play the Marlins today, for what it's worth, um, because they're not Walker cheap Lock- enough.
1: They're not cheap well, enough.
0: Well, like you, you mentioned them as like a vomit stack. I didn't. I haven't looked at their pricing, but um, I will say like. I guess that's the next game. So let's move on. Uh, Marlins, Mets, six toe, six toe, um, Sanchez. I can't wait to see how they pronounce this. Um, he is a big time prospect. I was reading about him before we get started here. And then we got Walker Lockett on the other side. Let's talk Sanchez. Like he is top top three prospect in the Marlins organization. Um, the Mets they took that little break. Like I talked about yesterday, I played Hernandez a bunch. Like he didn't have like a a stellar game, but he pitched well. Um, Like he just threw too many pitches in like the second inning, I think it was. So I, I don't hate him here. Like he's super cheap. um, And he's shown good strikeout ability. He has a really good changeup. So uh, what are your thoughts? Like, is this a spot where you could tell me I'm crazy? That's fine.
1: I don't think you're crazy. Just a matter of how, how long is he going to pitch? I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much all I need to know because he's fifty one hundred. You're gonna tell me I, he's gonna pitch eighty pitches? Okay, now we can start talking.
0: Yeah, but I think I think like I don't know like you have to look at his first start like is it a confidence builder pulling him after five like but sixty six coming off of the alternative site like I don't think it's crazy to see him throw eighty eighty five here. Um,
1: I, then I, I don't, don't mind him as I I. He'd be in the same range as Spencer Howard. So, I mean, if you're going to play Spencer Howard, you might as, well, might as well play Sixto Sanchez, and hopefully he doesn't give up six to six two six six runs or whatever. I tried to come up with a joke there. It didn't work.
0: Maddenley said after the game, like, this this kid's physically ready. So, like, what does is, what is that, like, equate to in, in Don Maddenley's terms? Like, does that equate to – 70 pitches, does it equate to 80 pitches? I don't think we're going to know, but I think at 5,100 I'm willing to take a shot. He's going to give up a couple runs. He's going to give up a couple runs. He's going to do what Hernandez did. He's going to give up a couple runs. He's going to strike some guys out. He's going to have a decent start at 5,100. I I think he's worth looking at in tournaments. Like, you know, Hernandez didn't pitch great. He put up 12.2. Like, I don't think I'd be mad about, like, 12, 13 points for 5,100 on this slate.
1: No, not at all. But, I mean, I could totally see... If you're not going to play him, you play the Mets on the other side.
0: Yeah, so, like, Gesellman's going to open, it sounds like, or potentially, like, do the opening thing, and then it's going to be Walker Lockett here Um, for the Mets is what it sounds like. Um, Lockett, like, man, this guy, he's he's another guy that's been around a long time. Like, he was drafted by the Padres um, early 2000s. Like, this guy is... Thirtieth, I was looking really thirtieth in the prospect in the Mets, like, and we've seen him before. He just doesn't strike anybody out. Like, I think the Marlins are in play. Like, he gave up so many home runs. Small sample size last year, but gave up a ton of home runs last year. I don't know. I think, like you said, they're expensive. Like they're all under four K
1: at least. Yeah, but they're not vomited. They're not like that vomit. So it's like you have to like okay, thirty seven hundred for birdie. Okay. VR is forty three hundred, depending on where he is in the lineup. Aggie, are you paying forty one hundred? You're paying like you could play other first basemen for forty one hundred. Dickerson, I mean, yeah, yes, you can make you can make a stack for twenty k with the Marlins, but it's it's not a seventeen k stack. It's not a stack that I can make and then play both Kershaw and Scherzer. My other three guys would have to be three k guys also. So, like, yeah, I guess you can. To me, this game is more about. Either you roster Sanchez or you're rostering bats, and I think I'm more likely. If 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 we if, uh, if Jamino's hamster wheel turns and Sixto Sanchez is 20% owned, maybe I look at the Mets stack. But I mean, no one's rostering Gazellman or Lockett, so I don't even feel like I'm getting like extra leverage with the Marlins. But the Marlins also probably won't be that owned either. I could see taking some bats maybe, but I think I'm more likely to 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 stack the Mets. The more that Sanchez is owned.
0: You know who really, like, the guy that pops the most for me on the Mets um, might surprise everybody, but it's JD Davis. Um, he crushes uh, changeups. So, using our handy dandy plate IQ tool, um, just kind of looking at like pitch type, I like to look at prospects' best pitch against like the hitters he's going to face. And like, uh, JD Davis mashes um, changeups. So, like, he would be the guy um, that I'd have the most interest in. He's 4K. Probably won't get a lot of love. Righty-righty matchup. Um, like you said, it'd be really interesting to see like what Sanchez's ownership is. Dom Smith hits changeups well too. Um, so you could you could really make a pretty decent stack here um, for the Mets. So definitely, I'll definitely be looking. Like, I'm not saying that I'm going to stack a lot, but this might be like a a classic morning grind hedge stack. I get some Sanchez and I get some Mets. Um, Welcome to the morning grind. Um, I've been doing this for years.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, because the, the Mets stack is, is the same price as the Marlins stack. You got Nimmo, Smith, Davis, Conforto, Alonso. Alonso's the most expensive guy, 4500 So, like, you can build a 20K stack with the Mets or you can build a 20K stack with the Marlins. I think the Mets are a better team.
0: All right, we're going to finish here with the Dodgers and the Giants. Um, this game is on DraftKings slate, is not on um, Fandle's slate. As of right now, we'll have to see. Like, They might take it off the slate if they end up playing like a doubleheader, but um, we're looking at Kershaw and Gaussman going off like the same matchup that we saw or we we're, were going to see on Wednesday night. Um, do you have any – how much interest, should I say, do you have in um, Clayton Kershaw?
1: I mean, it, to me, he's the second-best pitcher on the slate. I put Scherzer above him. But if you, if you wanted to make an argument that Kershaw's is better than Scherzer, fine. Okay. That's okay. It's a matter of, do you play them both together or which one do you play? I don't think it's a matter of, this doesn't feel like this type of slate where I'm playing Spencer Howard and stick. Sanchez and then playing like six K bats. So you're probably playing one of them. So to, to me, I think that the, uh, I think the Phillies are more strikeout heavy than the giants but the Giants are weaker hitters. So I think that Scherzer has more upside in his matchup while Kershaw may be, quote, safer.
0: I, man, so if you listen to the podcast yesterday, like I, I've already said this, so if you listen, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it again. I think Clayton Kershaw's back. I think he's healthy. He looks healthy. I think it's a great spot for him. Um, this team's good against lefties. They They have some good numbers, but I think – I think not, like, ace-elite Kershaw's back, but I think ace-Kershaw's back. So um, I, I like Kershaw a lot. I'll give him a slight edge. I think the matchup's a little bit easier for him than it is for Scherzer, but they're both the top arms. They're, they're the top two arms on the slate. Um, Gaussman got a lot of traction. A lot more traction than I thought he was going to get on Wednesday before, like, games started getting, like, canceled and stuff. Like, a lot of people liked Gaussman they talked about Gaussman how popular is he going to be on this slate at 6400
1: if people thought it was popular today then I yeah, guess like, going to be people are going to look for cheap cheap pitchers uh but as you say on the podcast often I'm not in the business of playing right-handers against the Dodgers so like I guess you can i fine just that uh, the problem is is that like I can't put the Dodgers at these prices I mean, these prices are ridiculous. Like, how do you play a Dodgers stack and play Kershaw or Scherzer? You can't. So the likelihood of me playing Dodgers goes down, which means maybe I do play some Gosman. Uh but like it, I'd almost ra- I'd almost rather if Gosman's popular, if he ends up being 30, 32% down, if he's the if he's the cheap pitcher du jour, I just I'm just gonna own more Sixto Sanchez and and Spencer Howard and just let Hopefully, Gosman blows up because we've seen that plenty of times before. Uh, But obviously, Gosman is is upside. If the Dodgers strike out, Gosman could go out, pitch six innings with eight strikeouts, and he may may be the best point-per-dollar play on the slate. So to me, ownership dictates it more than do I play him or not.
0: Yeah, so – I obviously i'm i'm with you like if he starts to be 25 30 percent on a seven game slate i'll stack the dodgers like i i respect what galsman's doing this year but if i'm going to play sanchez i might as well get a dodger stack in there too uh, like I'll, I'll throw in my dodger stack with sanchez hope that like we get that galsman ownership and um overall though like they're so expensive like you nailed it um the dodgers are really expensive like To stack them like you're paying, um, you're paying like (laughs) the five guys that you want. Twenty-six
1: thousand. You're playing. I mean, you're really paying.
0: Yeah, like the five guys you want are five of the most. Like Betts is sixty-three, Bellinger sixty-one, muncie's fifty-five, Seager's fifty-three, Turner's five. Like you know, you're you're playing, you're playing like some of these cheap bats just to make the stack work, and like it's not even like Barnes is under three K anymore. He's thirty-three hundred. So it's really hard to make a Dodger stack work unless some random Dodger is in the lineup. Um, that's really cheap. Like Matt Beattie or somebody.
1: Right. But that's what, but I, I I have no problem with the Dodgers as one offs. I'll probably put, you know, if I'm not going to play any Gausman, I'm going to put the Dodgers in my pool and wherever they fall, they fall.
0: Um, any interest here in, um, the giants
1: against Kershaw? No, I'm going to pass. Yeah.
0: I'm going to pass. So, like, they're, they're not even priced like they're facing Kershaw. Like, if Flores was, like, under 3K or something, sure. But, no, I'm going to pass. Uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, give me a guy under 8K uh, to get six or more strikeouts.
1: Oh, this is under 8K. Wow. Oh, boy. I wish Boyd was under 8K, but he's not. To get six strikeouts, I, uh, I guess I'm going to have to go Gaussman.
0: I think he's the right answer. Um, I think I'm going to go with Sanchez. I don't think... Yeah, Sanchez. That's the guy. What is um, it six or more
1: strikeouts?
0: Yeah, why not? It's six, though. You have to do it,
1: then. His name yeah. is six though.
0: <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I didn't even put those two together. Uh, you know, keeping me on my toes. Um, keeping me on my toes. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Uh, who's yeah, your bust lot, at the top today?
1: There's a lot of choices, but I'm... I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for uh for Randy Dobnak. I
0: had a feeling that's who you were gonna go with. Um listen, it, it boyd's either gonna put up 30 or minus 15. So I gotta say Matt Boyd. Um I think a lot of these other guys get there. So uh over 4K to hit a home run. Doesn't matter what ballpark or anything like that, no course today. So anybody you want?
1: Nelson Cruz off of Matt Boyd. And it doesn't matter if, if Boyd puts up 30. Cruz could put up twenty eight by himself.
0: <laughs> um, I like that one. I'm gonna go with um, Tiascar Hernandez uh, for Toronto. He's been super hot, and I feel like he is very, very underpriced um, on DraftKings today. So, gonna be chalky,
1: very, very chalky. Um, under four K to get two hits. I'm gonna ride the old man. I've been doing it all week, old man Miggy. <laughs>
0: um i I guess i'm I'm gonna stay with toronto i'm gonna go tell us um at 2900 gosh the toronto blue jays are gonna be so popular on this slate it's yeah this slate no uh stack to score six or more runs who do you got uh
1: i'm gonna go let's see jordan lyles oh my god i gotta go with the a's even though they're expensive to stack i think that's the correct answer
0: I hope the Toronto Red Sox games get, gets rained out at these prices. I hope this game gets rained out. Um, (laughs) I think it's the first time I have said that, um, all year. Um, um, let's see who is a sneaky stack that the Miami Marlins are going to score more than six runs today. Miami Marlins. There we go.
1: Uh, Jordan, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope. Uh, if if you want to, uh, Purchase my my, my audio book, uh, Theory of DFS, 15 hours, theoryofdfs.com. Everything that I've ever said in the Discord, and kind of you could put in your pocket and listen to me anytime you want and learn all about the vomit stacks, the vomit arms, and uh, the the vomit the barf bag stacks and uh, and the theory behind behind that all.
0: Underdog Fantasy Sports from the Minds Behind the Draft app. NFL Best Ball is a fun set-it-and-forget-it format. They have an app for iOS and Android. Best Ball Leagues from $3 to $100, including their signature Best Ball Mania tournament. $25 entry, $1 million prize pool with $200,000 to the winner. Be on the lookout for live draft shows on Roto-Grinders. There'll be one on today, Thursday, uh, with me. And Beer Makers fan, that should be fun. Uh, that's win Towers getting together and uh, doing some NFL drafting. So check them out at underdogfantasy.com or download the app today and start your NFL draft and use that promo code GRINDERS. That way, um, yeah, so you can check us out. And um, that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. Hopefully, when we wake up and everything, we're going to have some sports. If not, completely understand why. But that's going to wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Good luck in your contests, and we'll see you then.